host, Maddie Rempe, from Cleveland, Ohio. And you're listening to Barbecue Central. Let's go! We'll do it live. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Welcome to the really big Barbecue Central show. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. The show originating from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame City, Bomb City, USA, Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host. Greg Rempe, happy to have you aboard here for your Tuesday evenings live fire fun and provolator serve. If you want to jump in on the show this evening, here's how you do that. You can get in touch with the show by sending an email to Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Follow us on all the social media channels at BBQ Central Show. And be sure to subscribe to the show podcast feed on your favorite podcast platform. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, the BBQCentralShow.com, including the ability to sign up for the newsletter, which I will reference here in just one second. So if you want to get a heads up, on what's going to be happening later in the show that Tuesday. You can sign up for the newsletter right on the homepage. Just need an email. I don't need anything else, and I don't sell it to anybody unless a really good deal comes along, and then I will sell it. But to date, I have not sold it, and it's been years and years since I've had an email list. So know for now that your most personal email is currently safe and on lockdown. But at any moment, could be sold to the highest bidder. Caveat emptor when it comes to the newsletter for the Barbecue Central show. In case you aren't signed up for it and now you know where to do that, coming up at 14 past the hour this past weekend, I was the MC at the Hartville Hardware 2022 Grill Fest and we'll recap it all. Me and you together with microphones and speakers, we'll talk it out. I will explain everything that happened. You will wish you were there if you weren't there, but I know somebody that's there, and there he is in the chat room, Scott Atkinson, Cambridge, Ohio. Shit the bed on the last edition of What Is Sam Like Best, but we're not going to talk about that anymore. Scott was there, took part in the cooking contest. I'll let you know all about it coming up in about 11 minutes from now. We'll give you the whole recap of this past weekend's event, and it was a great event, I got to tell you. 35 past the hour, first timer to the show, 2022, continuing to bring a new guest, the likes we have never seen in any other show year, the owner of Truth Barbecue in Houston, Texas, Leonard Batello joins me for the first time. If you're a fan of Texas Monthly's top 50 barbecue list, Leonard's 
operation is right smack dab at number three, up from an initial run at number 10, I believe, a handful of years ago. So he's been on there twice, probably the only. And I think when we were sound checking yesterday, he said in the same year, two diff- he's got two different locations at this point. There's one in Houston and the original location that I'm not going to remember right off the top of my head, Bertram Barron, one of those. I apologize for not knowing it right off the top of my head, but uh, the original location, which is just by College Station out there, Texas A&M, both of the locations that might have been on the list. Is that possible? We'll get some confirmation from Leonard. We'll talk about how we got into the Texas barbecue game, and we'll talk about where the future of Texas barbecue is going to go. So Leonard is ready to rock and roll 35 past the first hour. That will also close the first hour, and we'll move to the second hour after that. Joining me 14 past the second hour, the Pizziola de Pizziolas, the founder of Urban Slicer Pizza Work, Matt Frampton, joins the show. So we'll get an update on what's new in the pizza industry. We'll talk about how the business is going for him. I think he was like a lot of folks that are in the live fire business here over the last couple of years where as long as you weren't necessarily a restaurant, and as we've said time and time again, the restaurants that were able to pivot and make the switch to where it worked also survived. Maybe they never went back to how it was pre-COVID, but not, not in that particular scenario. But offering stuff that live fire folks love to do. A lot of live fire folks love to do the high heat pizza, the neo pies, the grilled pies. He makes doughs for both. And then he has those new seasonings. Not necessarily new now, but last time he was on the show, we were announcing two new seasonings. He's got the sauce. So we'll get an update on how business is because for as big of a boom as there was, there is a sizable bust that is continuing through 2022 here and affecting a number of the bigger players. So we'll see where Matt Frampton's business is sitting. And then I'm just teasing it. If you know Matt, like I know Matt, then you know how I got to know Matt the the first time, the first version of Matt, which was not pizza guy. I mean, sure, he liked pizza. Who doesn't? I'm sure he made pizza, but not to the degree that he is known now. How did I know Matt before I knew him as the Pizziola de Pizziolas? In the chat, go ahead and levy your guesses that are best. And I'll tell you if you're right or wrong, but let's just say this. The gang might be getting back together sooner than later, and I'm very excited to talk to Matt about Then closing out the show, a quarterly guest, the first full-time barbecue editor in the country writing for Texas Monthly Magazine. As we just referenced in the first hour talking about Truth Barbecue, Daniel Vaughn will be joining us as we talk about the boom and bust in the barbecue industry. One of the topics that we'll be talking about tonight, at least in Texas, is the rash of barbecue restaurants that are closing week ago, he did a nice piece on a particular barbecue restaurant that has seen its shares of struggles and is in that meandering spot of should we go out of business or should we live and fight another week, another month, another year. So 2022 has not necessarily been kind to a lot of folks in the barbecue business, which is just the opposite as it had been the last couple of years. So we'll talk to Daniel about how he sees that playing out over the course of the rest of 2022, and we'll also talk about 
offset smokers. Great article that he wrote on those. A lot of questions that I have in regards to offset smokers as they relate to Texas barbecue. And I may or may not lead into the price of brisket per pound. Obviously, I'll ask Leonard about that as well in the first hour. But also, I might have a little fun with him in regards to the announced Southern Living Top 50 Barbecue list that Robert Moss made mention to last week and see where Daniel's thoughts are on said list, and we'll go from there. So that's how the show's setting up. we got an open segment coming up next, recapping Hartville Hardware's Grill Fest this year. The Leonard Batello first-time guest from Truth Barbecue, 35 past the first hour, second hour, Matt Frampton from Urban Slicer Pizza Works. And closing out the show, Daniel Vaughn, the editor, barbecue editor over at Texas Monthly Magazine. Don't forget, you can follow me socially, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Snapchat at BBQ Central Show. We'd like to say good evening to those of you watching this show tonight through one of our streaming platforms. You can go to Facebook and Twitch slash BBQ Central Show to watch. Also, you can take in the show via YouTube slash RD Rempe, where there's a robust chat going on once again. We'll also take a second to say hello to all the folks using our audio streaming platform partner, Clubhouse, as well. So if you'd rather hear us and not look at us, and I understand that, Clubhouse is the way to do it. Just download the app, search for me, and away you go. So let's go ahead and start here this evening. I'm getting a number of mixed emails as it relates to the brisket pricing topic. Some folks are over it, and some folks can't seem to get enough of it. Well, I have good news and bad news. Tonight's show is going to have more of it because two of my guests are one is a restaurateur and the other is the barbecue editor for Texas Monthly. So if you're interested in this topic, you're in luck. If you're not interested in anymore, you are not in luck. But I can guarantee it pretty much all ends here to ma- uh, tonight, no matter what side of the fence you're on. So take that to heart. Also know some listener feedback from past shows. Jamie in Utah writing in, For the love of Mo Kaysan's ice chomping, will you please stop doing that godforsaken game with Sam the Cooking Guy? What? That's my favorite segment. But now, instead of the witty and funny, funny banter between you and Sam, we get some dude from Hawaii fumbling around about what cheeses Sam likes. It's time to stop the madness. Regards, Jamie. Jamie, thank you for writing it and levying your opinion on how the Sam the Cooking Guy segment has, I guess in your estimation, deteriorated over time. By the way, he makes reference to some dude from Hawaii. That's some dude from Hawaii's name is show favorite Lance Owens. And I never say his last name right, but I did do it right just there. And he hasn't been on the Sam, the cooking guy, what a Sam like best show for months. Sam mentions it. Jamie in Utah mentioning it. But Lance hasn't been on. The last guy on was Scott, and he's from Ohio and didn't win. And Lance has never answered questions about what cheese Sam's like or doesn't like. Here's the best news for you, Jamie, outside of Lance Owens, who doesn't need me to stand up for him, but since he's not in Clubhouse during Sam's segment, fumbling around about what cheese Sam's likes, 
I'm going to stand up for him. I'm going to be his mouthpiece. Even though he is Hawaii's top realtor, realtor to the barbecue stars in Kona, Hawaii, by the way, if you need a premium house. (laughs) By the way, completely diverging. Any house in Hawaii appears to be premium. Two bedrooms, half bath, 600 square feet. How much is that going for in Hawaii? $2.3 million. No basement. Thank you. Heaven forbid you want a real-ass house with three or four bedrooms and two and maybe a half full, uh, two full and a half bath. You have to be a multi-millionaire in order to survive out there. It's insane. Lance, I hate to say it, but from what I understand from your podcast, the housing market is tanking. I hope you saved your thin gilders because you might have to go be picking coffee to make ends meet and keep that horse arena in shape. It's very expensive to live out there for the houses. I get it. The views are majestic. It's paradise. You get what you pay for. But I don't know. Last night sitting out on my concrete patio in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city, eastern suburb, having a nub Maduro from Oliva was pretty majestic to me. And I got three bedrooms, two and a half baths, and uh, almost 2,500 square feet that was well under a million dollars. Now, if I could take my house and ship it to Hawaii and sell that bad boy and just recoup the gains, now we're talking. Now we have something. Anyway, I'm way off track. I apologize to Lance and everybody else. Jamie, I want to bring this up because you had mentioned it. Is there any way we can get away from this game? Look, Sam and I are way ahead of you. What do I mean by that? For as well as the game went, last time Sam was on, beginning of this month, I immediately texted Sam, even with the plethora of great emails that came in that said, that was the best game to date. I said, you know what's missing here, Sam? We blow the segment all the way through, or there's only three minutes left, and we're actually not able to talk food. So if it's okay with you, what I would like to do is once a quarter, we'll do first segment, what does Sam like best? And then we'll hold them over for the second segment in the second hour, talk about food. And then for the other two meetings in that quarter, we're going to do one full segment of food, no game show. Because really Sam is cooking three times a week, putting it out on YouTube for everybody. He wants to do that. I want to talk to him about food topics. And quite frankly, the game show has grown so popular that it has taken away all the food time that I have to talk with Sam, especially if I have another guest backed up in that last segment or the bullpen segment, as we call it. So I don't not want to talk to Sam about food, but then I also have times to meet and other guests to get to. I don't want to ship Sam off on the end of a game show and not talk about why he used to come on the show in the first place, which is food. So once every third month, we will have the game show, but we will be talking about food the other two months in that quarter. And if we could back them up and talk two segments, that's fine. Would love to do it. So look for an all food month in October. How about that? Jamie, thank you for writing in. I appreciate your feedback and know that we are listening here on the feedbacks department at the Barbecue Central Show. 
All right, week 12, we're getting ready to go with David Leans and the Do Wellness Program. DavidLeans.com slash BBQ to sign up right now. You know you should do it. DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. Sign up right now. Join me on my venture. We've leaned out. Now, week 12, in earnest. Guess what we're going to start doing? Eating a lot, but the right way. Got my health screening at work today. Numbers are superior. The lady that did a whole health screening said, you're the best person that's walked into the room this morning. You're the most healthy. Your blood pressure is incredible. We haven't seen numbers like this. You're 12% body fat. fat. I'm a vision to this lady. So you know what, ma'am? In a year from now, I'm going to be 15 pounds more muscular. Because I'm on the David Leans program. We have it all worked out diet-wise. I have to increase my eating. I'm just not a big eater. I love to eat, but I'm not a big eater. But now I have to increase the calories. Got to do it. Got to hit the big weight. Got to put on the muscles. Soon you'll see me ripping through the row cooker t-shirt. And it's all thanks to my pal David Leans. He can help you as well. And again, highly, highly accessible. Phone calls, emails, text messages. He does it all. And he does it almost 24-7. How do you sign up? DavidLeans.com. That's DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. Come on aboard here for the last quarter of the year almost. Do it now so it's easier to start next year or keep it going for next year. You don't have to lie to yourself like all those other people saying, this is the year, the new year, new me. Bullshit. Do it now, davidleans.com slash bbq. Get the deal, and away we go. Hartville Hardware Recap. If you want to join me on Clubhouse, you can do that as well. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Show studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cookers. Visit cookinpellets.com for more information. You can also purchase right there on their website. They also have a number of other products that will enhance the smoke of your various cookers, adding a little extra smoke flavor to your meat. Cookinpellets.com is the place to go. We thank CB and the gang over at cookinpellets.com for their longtime support of the show out there in Wisconsin. We need another segment, CB. What are we waiting on? Pellets flying out the door still? Still too busy? I'll wait for you. That's all right. All right, so if you want to jump in with any questions or if you were over in Hartville this past weekend and you want to weigh in with some stories or things that happened to you on that Saturday, I'm more than happy to have you. You got to do it over there on the clubhouse. Just go ahead and raise your hand and I'll get you up and get your story. So this past Saturday, September 17th, 
I believe was the seventh rendition of the Hartville Hardware Grill Fest. We're calling this one Grill Fest 2022. If you can use your wild imagination, last year was Grill Fest 2021, if you can believe that or not. But it was 2022 this year because it is 2022 rapidly coming to a close. And it's a great event. I remember cooking the very first event seven years ago. Maybe it was eight years ago because we're not counting one that was COVID canceled two years ago. Last year was a little sparsely populated. The year before that was canceled due to the pandemic. But the very first one ever, I actually did a rib contest in. So I paid 30 bucks. I cooked a rack of or, or two of, I believe they were baby back ribs at that point, and finished horrifically in the middle of the pack. Dr. Barbecue was a judge. There was a couple other celebrity demonstrators, uh, cooking demos that were there judging as well. But I had my little field recorder, and I was bebopping around in the competition tent, interviewing a bunch of folks, making them feel like they were big deals. And who ended up winning? That very first one, none other than the pitmaster of kryptonite barbecue, Keith Harris. I don't know if Keith Harris rings a name for you, but us here in the region of Cleveland and or within a couple of hours who have been going to this event know Keith as the guy that won the very first one. And then Traeger sent him a bunch of stuff for winning it, and he kept posting about how much he loved his Traeger. And then wouldn't you know it, a couple of years later, Keith ends up going to work for Traeger because he's a big believer in the product. Did his own influencing to the folks at Traeger. And now he's, I think, regional sales of a, a multi-state territory and stuff like that. Uh, but he's a great guy. He really loves the product. He's a really great cook and has become quite a, an elite-level cook at this stage of the game because of how much that he gets to do it and how much he likes it. I mean, when you love to do something, you pay more attention to it, you practice at it more, and you become much more proficient and expert in it. And certainly Keith and his wife are doing that. So Keith was helping run the samples tent over there underneath the Traeger thing. Before we get going, uh, I want to thank a few people at Hartville Hardware. First was Kelly Hill, who stepped in as the new role in the marketing department, I believe, kind of getting this together. And then, of course, my main man guy who's been there from the very beginning, Steve McMillan. I call him Firemaster General over there at Hartville Hardware. So thank you, Kelly, and thank you, Steve, and the entire staff over at Hartville Hardware. If you've never been there, I think aside just from the sheer size of this place, I know I've talked about it 100,000 different times, that's majestic in its own right, but going into the facility itself, one thing that you walk out of and realize right away was, wow, the employees there are some of the nicest, most knowledgeable people anywhere in retail. They're always happy. They're always around. And there's a lot of them around, but not in a bad way. There's somebody always accessible in whatever department, and they know what they're talking about. It's not like you're going to No Names Please, Lowe's, Home Depot, Sam's Club, wherever, and asking whoever the expert du jour is in the hardware aisle, what millimeter bolt should I get with this? But those people know. They're experts. They're probably teaching other people how to be better hardware and apparel and grill salespeople and knowledgeable at that. 
So the entire staff is great to work with. It's always a great opportunity for me to get out there and do this event on a Saturday. Now, many of you commented on my Instagram post showing the house inside the store and that you were surprised it was a real thing. Yes, of course it's a real thing. Why would I say that and potentially put myself in a spot of looking like a liar? I don't want to do that. It's an 1,850 square foot house inside the hardware store, which by the way, if I read it correctly, under roof, there's seven acres at that place. It's big. Like an acre is big. Seven acres is seven times bigger than that. There's an 1,850 square foot house or in Hawaii, a $10 million house. (laughs) And they have it outfitted with all the special lights and things. It's the idea house is what they call it. So you can go through that house, get some ideas, and then you can go into the store itself and outfit your wares and wants with everything in that idea house right there in the store because it's all under the roof. So it's great. But a lot of you were surprised that that was physically a thing. Did very well on my Instagram reels. Now, I certainly want to thank the sound people who worked through a host of potential tech issues early on Saturday morning to get the sound right for both the presenters and me. how it sets up on the side of the building. So as you're walking into it, there's actually quite a substantial live demo area on some AstroTurf before you actually get into the main facility itself. And then off to the side, there's an actual stage area. So the presenters are working the stage. There was, I don't know, uh, is it a hundred? Scott, you were there. Are there a hundred chairs in the demo tent? 150 chairs, not a hundred. Uh, I didn't really take account. I probably should have done that, but they're nicely spaced, very comfortable. You're in that tent. And then you have the demo person up on there cooking in front of you. They had a little issue with one of the televisions. Not sure exactly what was that. So a portion of the viewing audience couldn't get the camera view as you're looking down, trying to see how the hands are working and how that recipe is going on. But the left side um, was better. Scott saying that he... I think there's about 100 seats, so pretty decent crowd for what the event is. It's not a stadium tour or anything like that, but 100 people is pretty nice. At 10.30, who's up first for the demos? Somebody I had never met in person, and I meet him the first time in person grilling with Dad. Maciek Zukowski, and this guy is a Instagram sensation got 350,000 Instagram followers, but his, he was telling me his Facebook is even bigger than that. And he does a lot of really great videos that are geared to the everyday guy and gal food that he would make for himself and his family. You know, younger guy, youngish guy, 40, I think he said he was, got a couple kids. And this is his full-time job now, uh, grilling with dad, social media videos, sponsorships, things like this. And he travels around. He had a completely outfitted sprinter van with a number of different big green eggs in there and all of his cooking wares and tables and things that you need to do this thing professionally. Saw it right when we walked in, took a big video of it. So if you were following me on Instagram Saturday, you saw everything that we were doing. And Machek does a strip steak with chimichurri sauce to lead off the day. Delicious. I'm a huge fan of chimichurri sauce. 
I have never made chimichurri sauce in my life. I'm ashamed to say it. You know who makes the best chimichurri sauce I've ever had? Machex was really good. DivaQ makes the best chimichurri. I was drinking it the last time she made chimichurri, which I think was a year ago. I was drinking it out of a cup. It's too good. I don't know why I don't have it all the time with steak or beef in general, but I don't. I never think about making it, but it's delicious and I love it. Contradictory, of course. Why? Because I love to live in contradiction. So Machek gets done. You got an hour to work, 45 minutes or so. They turn the tables around. Then at 11.30, who's coming on? The diva herself, Danielle Bennett, Diva Q. She's got two demos. She goes right after the opener, and then she closes it out. I'll talk about that here in a second. Diva Q does a braided pork loin and pork tenderloin wrapped in bacon, although she does leave some unwrapped in bacon for those that don't like that. And the main topic hit to me that I saw a lot of people gasping was her mention of the internal finish temperature on pork. It appears that a lot of people think you still need to cook it to 175 or 180 degrees in order to get it safe. So when she mentioned 145 degrees, people were like, what? 145? We're all going to die. We're going to get trichinosis and die a bloody death. It was a big aghast from the crowd, but it's true. And if any of you are watching and you're new to the game and you are cooking your pork past 145 degrees, stop it. You're missing out on some of the best pork you will ever eat in your life. Stop at 145. It'll carry over a small handful of degrees, maybe up to 150. Maybe that makes you feel better. But if there's not pink inside your pork, you're doing it wrong. Get that big stuff out of here. We're not shooting for white, edgy pork. Pink in the middle is good. A nice rosy pink in the middle is better. Again, 145 should be the target. That was surprising to a lot of folks. It was delicious. A lot of samples. They went quick. And the tent is packed. Everybody's coming to see Diva. She's the draw. There's no doubt about it. She's a big personality. She demos better than anybody I've ever seen. She's highly professional. And she runs a great line between information and sales. Does she go over the top on sales? No. Does she tell you why Traegers, in her opinion, are really good all-around cookers? Yes. Do people buy that? Yes. They're walking away with the cookers because of her demos. So she does a really good job. And that's really what this event is all about. I mean, they want to bring in, Hartville does, uh, they want to exhibit all of their manufacturers. They want to put out great deals. They want to really make this day run for everybody and invite all the live fire lovers around the area to come and partake in it. But it's business, right? They want to sell, of course. And Diva does a great job of that. Then at 1230, oh my God, I was so excited for the first time meeting him in person. And we were hyping it up a couple weeks ago. Mike Lang from Another Pint, please. What a treat for me. I've met Danielle in person. One of the few I've met many times. I can hardly ever say that. But this was the very first time on all the times Mike has been on the show that I get to meet him in person. So that was a tremendous happy moment for me. Mike does cheesy beef short rib street tacos, as he had mentioned the last time he was on the show. Also, he was selling copies of his book at that event as well. And during his demo, I did mention, hey, Mike's got books to sell here. I'm sure he'll autograph, take a picture. By the way, if you're a fan of the show, I will sign Mike's book. 
if you want me to. It's a thing. People were looking at me like, who the hell? What? But if you know the show, that's a thing, right? I autograph other people's book regularly on giveaways, and not one person took me up on that. I couldn't believe it. Even after I mentioned it. Mike did a great job. Uh, this was the first time that he had demoed in front of this size of group, and he looked like he was an old pro. Did such a smooth presentation, talked about technique, but never got in the weeds with anything. Really showcased that Weber Summit Kamado or whatever the hell they're talking about it now. It used to be the Summit Charcoal Grill, but now it's the uh, Weber Summit Kamado Cooker. And uh, also did some time on the gas grill, so was working two different fuel types at the same time. Very impressive. And again, very smooth. Everybody loved it. Then at 1.30, as we say, closing the show, who's coming back? Danielle Bennett, Diva Q. And coming back for the steak demo. Third year in a row for this particular demo. I think it has become the closer of demos for the Grill Fest. And I know a lot of people come to this event every year, and they have seen this one every single time that it's been done, now at least two years or three years in a row. And do you know when it's time to stop doing the same demo? When no one shows up for it anymore, regardless of the talent not being able to change their mind. They've seen enough of it, and they don't want to do it. Well, guess what? Everyone did show up. The tent was packed. Everyone knew what was coming at the end, and every person in the tent took that money shot right to their collective faces, and we all loved it. (laughs) After going through the process of how the stakes were reverse sealed, uh, reverse seared, sorry, uh, seasoned before that, and then finished on that induction burner on the new Traeger, Danielle takes six or so of these two-inch thick ribeyes, stacks them on top of each other, takes a sharp knife, and then slices right down the middle of all of them, and then pulls them apart to reveal the inside. Six identically cooked, medium-rare steaks. You can't not love it. It's magical. It's delicious in a way. It's sensual. That's right. I said it. It's sensual in a way when she parts those steaks. They're all cooked perfectly. Same color from top to bottom. Oh, yes. Six ribeyes, reverse seared, all the same. It's sensual, baby. Yeah. Anyway, it's a crowd favorite. It inspires people to give it a try. Most importantly, to Hartville Hardware, inspires people to buy the product from being demoed. Because that's really what they want to do. Again, they want their vendors to move product on that special day. And Danielle is really the best at doing that. Educating and selling. Now, aside from the demos, there's a full-fledged cooking contest going on as well. There were 20 teams cooking on either a Weber gas grill, a Traeger pellet cooker, or a big green egg. And believe it or not, those were all sold as pre-burned units at a great discount. In fact, when I got my hands on promoting what was left, by the time I started my job, right, there was only four big green egg pre-burns left. And they were selling them at like 900 bucks. It was three or $400 off retail, only used once. And you know it works. And potentially, it could have been an award-winning big green egg at that. So that's great. But 
Those are the competitors and what they're cooking on. There did seem to be a bit of confusion on what was required in the box, as in some teams did the ribs, and then they also turned in sliced pork belly and cubes as well. That's what they were turning in, ribs and a portion of pork belly. Some teams did the ribs and cubes only. Judges never said anything one way or the other. Nobody was disqualified, so not sure if there was just a misinterpretation of the rules or if some people were just like, screw it, we're going to turn in whatever we're going to turn in and go from here. I don't know. But the turn-ins hit the table at 3 p.m., and then Machek, Mike Lang, Steve from Hartville Hardware, and Danielle get to eating through 20 boxes of ribs and pork belly. Yikes. I'm happy I didn't have to take part in that. Instead, I was tasked to keep the crowd engaged while the judging took place, and I did that by doing some door prize giveaways. I used my superior game show skills to devise some very easy but good questions for each of the presenters which did prove to be a little bit more difficult to answer in the final analysis. And after I ran out of all of those questions, I had a backup game ready to launch, which for anyone who's a fan of this show would know, Cheese or Font made its reappearance, but live, local, and late breaking, the game show sweeping the nation, where I say a name, and then you tell me if it's a cheese or if it's a font. And right as the prizes were running out, the judges had finished their portion of the eating, and the final tickets were getting tallied. And the winner was revealed. Now, in past years, I was not the one announcing the winners. But I think my main man, Steve, at Hartville had too much pork and was happy to turn those duties over to me, which I was more than happy to do. Now, there's a winner per cooking manufacturer, i.e. a Weber winner, a Big Green Egg Weber uh, winner, and a Traeger winner. And then the three go head to head to head for an overall winner determined, and as luck would have it, I end up knowing the guy who won the Traeger portion, and I was lucky enough to sample his food, and it was great. Aaron Huntelman from Go Big or Go Barbecue wins the Traeger side. Great sauce and great rub, by the way, which he is selling, so visit their website, Go Big or Go Barbecue. Now, after doing my best Bob Barker to really drum up suspense by almost revealing the overall winner and then walking away from it, then coming back to it, then walking away from it, Go Big or Go Barbecue is the overall champion. So for like a $30 entry fee, Aaron wins a $250 gift card for the Traeger win. An additional $250 for the overall winner. He wins a wooden medal for the Traeger win, and then he gets a huge wooden trophy for the overall win. So congratulations to Aaron. We're actually working on getting him on the show soon to talk about that event as well. Great day, incredible day, lots of great folks. And when it comes right down to it, the best part of the day for me is getting to enjoy a All Saints St. Francis premium cigar in the Toro format with my good friend in person with Mike Lang from Another Plank Quiz. It's great. Great day. Thank you so much to everybody at Hartville, everybody that stopped out, everybody that pulled me aside and said, listen to the show, big fan. Always surreal for me. But love it. Looking forward to doing it again in 2023. All right, so we have Leonard Batello coming up here in just a moment. So many people are looking at Labor Day as the end of all things summer. But let's not do it. Some of the nicest barbecue weather is still to come. Indian summer brings a lot of warm weekends to gather, grill, watch football, and Bub and Mothers can bring the flavor you and your guests deserve. Not only is it 100% natural, but it has less salt than many of the bottles you'll find on most shelves. Less salt means 
You can add more flavor by adding more rub and not worrying about oversalting your meats or side dishes. More spices and less salt also means these rubs go a lot further, last longer, and are a greater value. Want some new ideas? Head on over to bubandmothers.com and click on the What's Cooking link. There you will find recipes and ideas for the rubs, including making your own barbecue sauce, wings that bite back, or our soon-to-be-famous redneck aioli, and the barbecue margarita, to name a few right now. Until we run out, everyone who orders a four-pack of rubs, just $24.95, can get one of our special t-shirts absolutely free. Just enter the code B, the number 4GO in the promo box to check out and tell them what shirt and what size in the note box. That's code B, the number 4GO, B4GO. And remember, every purchase creates an additional donation to veteran charities. As a veteran-owned company, they're proud of their service and continued support of all who wear the uniform. Bub and Mothers, Downey's Dinner Dust, made with real maple syrup crystals and fresh roasted ground espresso, and their Honey and Heat, adding honey crystals and chipotle, both create flavors that only your taste buds can appreciate. In fact, I used Downey's Dinner Dust on my Brussels sprouts for dinner this evening. Spectacular ad, good for me. Bubandmothers.com, that's B-U-B, the letter N-M-U-T-H-A-S, Bubandmothers.com. That's the website, and don't forget, buy the four-pack for $24.95 and get a free T-shirt when you enter the promo code B, the number four, go, all one word, B4GO. Tell them what shirt you like and what size you wear, and they will help you out. Well, I have a terrible feeling here. A very terrible feeling. Texas is an hour behind. Leonard Batello is not in the switcher, which means it's 841 where he is, and now I'm second-guessing myself, thinking I might have told him 941 where he is. That would be wrong. That would be wrong. Oh, dear. Well, we're going to figure it out one way or another. Stick around. We'll be right back. Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Fireboard. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. Connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring or connect via Bluetooth. And don't forget that new predictive option that has just been pushed out to all of the different fireboards as well. If you have Alexa or the Google Assistant, your home, your luck, fireboard fully integrated with both. Find out more by visiting fireboard.com or call 816-945-2232 Three two. That's the folks at Fireboard, where they're now selling Fireboard Two, Fireboard Two Drive, and of course the Fireboard Pro, which is for the high heat stuff. And the Spark, which is the one channel Fireboard, and the 
instant read me thermometer. Apologies, I'm emailing the media person at the same time about Leonard, which I, I believe we run. See, this is what happens. We, if you're not Eastern, where are you? Uh-oh. Nowhere. Eastern. The whole country should be Eastern time zone. This way, we never have this problem. I can just say a time. I don't have to go through what, what, what Eastern, how many hours away is that? This, that, and the other thing. Well, I don't know. Does anybody have any idea what time it is in Hawaii? I'm going to take a guess, and I don't know. I should because I was in airplane travel for a little while before I ended up wanting to blow my head off. I think Hawaii is uh, its currently 3.45 p.m. Eastern. Is that correct? Can we get a drum roll on that? Lance, what time is it? There? I'm guessing it's 3.45 uh, Hawaiian standard time, but we'll see as the answer rolls in here through YouTube. Assuming, I mean, if it's 3.45, it's also the middle of the day for Hawaii's most popular and successful realtor. Uh, 3.44, yes, I'm right. Is that PST, like Pacific Standard Time? Isn't that West Coast time, Pacific time? Aren't you in a different time zone altogether? You're farther back than uh, Pacific Standard Time. Is that the same thing as West Coast time? Pacific. Yeah, right. Because they always used to do um, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Ah, HST. All right. I was going to say. So where you have Western time or Pacific time as three hours back of me, it's an additional three hours. HST. Holy moly. 345. Shouldn't you be selling homes, Lance? What are you doing to the show? I don't want you to get fired. Oh, wait a second. You own the whole business, so don't worry about it. Everything's fine. <laughs> well, now you know Hawaii is six hours off Eastern. So wherever you are in this great land of ours, make your time zone adjustments as necessary. Let me write this back. Unfortunately, for those of you who were tuning in for Truth Barbecue, we're going to have to rebook that. We fell into the time zone monster, unfortunately. It was tough. Look, uh, I don't remember specifically saying it's this time, my time, one hour back. I Maybe I did in the sound check, but I don't remember. I don't usually make that mistake, but I'm not going to say I'm above reproach when it comes to making time zone adjustments, but I'm usually pretty good with Texas. So my next guest in next hour, both of them are an hour behind Nebraska, Matt Franton's Nebraska. That's an hour behind. And of course, Daniel Vaughn is in Texas. That's an hour behind. So I believe we'll miss truth barbecue, Leonard Batello. And it pains me, but The good news is we can rebook him. We have the technology. We will do it. So if you're tuning in for him, I apologize. There was a time zone adjustment somewhere along the line. 
I'm not here to place blame, but hopefully it wasn't me. If I can go back to Hartville just to wind it up a little bit because I didn't realize I was getting that long-winded. Um, the, the day was incredible, as I had mentioned. Even Scott Atkinson saying awesome day at Hartville because he was there. He was actually one of the competitors. He had won the Traeger side of things in the past as well. Scott, had you won the whole thing too in the past? I forget that, but I know you had won the, the segment uh, at least uh, once or twice maybe. Uh, a great day. The store incredible, yes, and I've mentioned it. But when it comes right down to it, the people at Hartville are just the best, and the talent they secured for this year's Grill Fest brought in a whole new level of excellence, and I am continually humbled that they ask me to come back and host this event, kind of keep it going, and help facilitate some kind of continuity in between demos and keep people's interest and talk up the specials that are going and always feel a little bit like an auctioneer in a good way when I'm talking about what pre-burned grills are still left and how you better hurry and chase somebody down from Grill Fest. Tell them you want that. Now, Scott's best was second overall. Uh, Gordon Thompson was at Hartville as well. Gordon, didn't you know the steak demo that Diva was doing to close it out at 1.30? You didn't see that? Uh, Scott got a fifth overall this year. Well, that was good that they rolled out who the first to last was. Got a lot of questions on that. Also, I think because I have a microphone, people assume that I actually work at Hartsville. I would love to work at Hartsville Hardware, especially in the grilling area. I think I could really command that. That could be my thing. I don't know if I'm necessarily into the retail hours per se. I like the uh, truck flexibility and what I have going here on the night gig, but I think I could own that whole live fire department and uh, blow everybody out of the water there. Not saying that the sales guys on the floor and, and gals aren't doing a good job, not at all, but I think I could take them all down uh, easily if I wanted to step foot in there and flex game, but it's a great place. Um, looking forward to next year, as I had mentioned before, and I hope for the folks who are close. Now, when I say close, for instance, uh, I keep referencing Scott here. He's two hours away from Hartville. He's down, you know, uh, south of uh, 77 there in Cambridge, Ohio. When you look at it, I mean, that's a hike. That's a two-hour trip up to a store, like an event, of course. Not just going to mill around the store, but I'm sure he spent a bunch of time in the store as well, aside from cooking the event as well, which really brought him up there. But that's a, a big trip for this kind of an event. It's not a KCBS sanctioned contest or an SCA contest or anything like that. But if you are in the area, if you're close within a few hours, really consider coming out next year and seeing what it's all about and getting to take part in the excitement of not only the cooking competition, but seeing the live demos uh, with the talent, these are people that you know. If you are into the live fire community, if you are into this thing, then you know who Grilling With Dad is, and you know who Another Pint Please is, and you obviously know who DivaQ is. And they're right there, and they're ready to interact, and they're happy to see you and answer any questions. Nobody is too good for you or hides 
after their demo was over and runs away and sequesters themselves outside of the crowd. They're all mingling, they're all working, and they're all cooking, and they're just normal people like you and me, and it's a great event. And the weather was so great this year. I think that just added to everything, of course, but you get a weather day like we had on Saturday where it was just cresting into the 80s, not too hot, and the great deals that are going on and the talent. And I think it was the most populated, well-attended grill fest to date, uh, seven years in, uh, which gives me hope that next year is going to be even bigger and better than that. So hopefully they'll have me back. I'm happy to do it. I'm ready to sign up right now. So as they get through their roundup meeting at the end of this week to talk about how uh, good the good things were and what things do you need to work on or opportunities to better themselves at, uh, hopefully they'll reach out and away we go. All right, so that wraps up the Hartville Hardware recap. It was a little long-winded. I apologize. We got lost in some time zone stuff, but we will make good with Leonard Batello from Truth Barbecue. I can spend a little bit more time researching him now. Uh, not that I wasn't all ready to go, but I can look up some finer details here and make sure I got my cities right instead of guessing and hoping I'm right. Nobody likes to do that. Uh, with the remaining time left, if you are interested in winning a bottle of salt, pepper, and garlic rub from, I think that's Loot and Booty. Yeah, I think that's Loot and Booty. Jump on over to clubhouse and raise your hand doesn't matter if you've won before or not raise your hand jump on in and i will ask you a real quick question about hartville see if you were listening and assuming you get that trivia question right i'm happy to send you a bottle of that salt pepper and garlic rub that our friend sterling smith not ball my second favorite sterling sterling smith from Luton booty barbecue his rubs are widely considered to be excellent. So do a little hand raising and we'll uh, get you up on stage and see what everything's about here. All right. Looks like we got somebody here. Make sure that you are off mute. Is this guy? Hmm. Just like that. Left. Okay. Just like that, I am wondering if Lance Owen is available. Lance, are you there? I'm here. Can oh. you hear me? Okay, there you are. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, you've been a regular a celebrity on the show this evening. <laughs> Thank you very much. Of course. We're always happy to uh, promote your goings-on in the um, majestical state of Hawaii. All right, let's make sure you are listening to my diatribe of Hartville Hardware. September 17th, Grillfest 2022. Who was the middle presenter at Hartville Hardware? Uh, I wish Guy would have gone on. I don't know. Ah! <laughs> Guy, come in. Back me up. Lance, you're gone. All right. Let's see. Somebody else was listening here. Fridge, you up? 
What's going on? All right, there he is, Fridge Man. See, he figures that Clubhouse is working flawlessly at this point, but never seems to work when Sam the Cooking Guy is on. Nevertheless, Fridge, let's see if you were listening to my recap of Hartville Hardware. Here's your question. Which presenter demoed twice on Saturday? I couldn't tell you that because I just, just turned this on. And oh, you no! Things are going very well for as great as the sound is coming through this evening and having no issues connecting. Nobody's doing it. Lance, you're right. Diva was last, but that's not the right question. Uh, Guy, you there? Take yourself off mute. Unmute yourself. Do you see the mute button? Hmm. Oh, wait. Do I have to invite? No, you're on. You're, you're there. You should be on. Are you muted? Well, Guy, if you're there, I can't hear you. That's too bad. It's just too bad. Because now we've run out of time. But that's fine. We were able to get to the end of the hour. I didn't know if that was actually going to happen or not. Hey, before we wrap it up, let me talk to you quickly about Green Mountain Grills. And there should be a ruling from the presidential rulings here shortly. Let's fingers crossed here, hopefully by the end of the month. Choice line and the prime line, that's the way it goes. If you want to save a couple bucks, it's the choice line. If you don't mind spending a couple extra bucks, it's the prime line. GreenMountainGrills.com is the place to go. Find a dealer near you, only sold through dealers. Get educated, get the one you want, and away you go. GreenMountainGrills.com. And get the pizza oven insert for crying out loud. That's what you want. By the way, Google R-I-P-T Grills as well. Has nothing to do with Green Mountain Grills. I'm just throwing that out there. We'll stick around to wrap the first hour. We'll be right back. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Craig Rampey. All right. Welcome back. Thank you to everybody that took part in that quick trivia game. And nobody won, so I get to keep Sterling's thing again. Not a mute button to be found. Wow, Clubhouse, not great. All right, hold on. So, Guy, I'm looking at Clubhouse right now. I have you invited on stage. Do you not have a stage invite for me? I'll wait. No, I'll wait. Do you not have a stage invite for me? Not a mute button to be found. Hmm. And I work from a completely different interface, by the way. I work on Club Deck, so you can hear my microphone. No, he's not on stage. I don't even know how to get him off stage. Well, that's trouble. I'll tell you that. Ah, ah, okay. Okay, okay. Now, I'm going to try to invite him on stage. Now, I've sent an invite. Do you see an invite? I don't know. Is 
It's very odd. It's very odd. I apologize, guy. It seems like if you are a Sam the Cooking Guy or a Guy the Cooking Sam, <laughs> Clubhouse is not for you. Clubhouse is not for you. All right. We are pointing to the second hour. We have great stuff. We have great guests. Give me a minute or two to refresh libations, and we'll see you shortly. Stick around. Be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show.